Hello, and welcome to Waiting for Game, the weekly podcast by Melee Stats. I am excited to bring a uh, an international guest on, a little international flair to Waiting for Game. It's been since the uh, times of Pipsqueak that we uh, have had someone outside of America on, and I, I'm excited for it to be, I mean, I'm just going to say it, one of my top 50 favorite players of 2021. Uh, we've got the Canadian sensation himself, Moki. What is up, Moki? What's up? You know, just chilling. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Former Deep Dives guest, a uh, past iteration of our yeah. podcast. So you're making the rounds. You've been on Deep yeah. Dives. Now you're on Waiting for Game. I'm sure when this podcast crashes and burns uh, at episode 50 and we revive it two years later, I'll have you on then. But uh, but for now, yeah, we'll just uh, live in the moment. So I am your host. I'm Gimme That Wheat, uh, tournament seater, and what am I? What is my title? I'm on the administrative team of the MPGR. Okay, that thing that we haven't had in two years. Uh, I'm here with author Edwin Budding. What's going on, folks? It's great to be here again, and it's great to be here with my friend and Moki. <laughs> well, by the end of the episode, I want a definitive answer if moki is your friend and then we'll go to moki and see if he agrees so uh that's something to watch out for watch until the end of the episode yeah, uh, and if that no, gets I mean... resolved in two years when moki joins the new <laughs> podcast we'll have another melee stats member on and moki we'll see if moki becomes their friend also <laughs> yeah just two year increments we'll see if uh and it's not moki doesn't say if he's friends with them we have to say it right right and then he just like gives us the, the yes or no thumbs up <laughs> Uh, kind of like uh, in Gladiator, like the thumbs up for them. Um, last time we had you on, on Deep Dives, we talked about your wonderful run at Gommel. And uh, kind of here again, I think, unfortunately, pigeonholed you into just being the Canadian. Because uh, <laughs> we're here to talk about Gommel Online 2021. Get on my line. Uh, with get on my line online, I guess. Like ATM machine type thing. Um no, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to hear you talk about this because I think there's some cool players here, but uh, might be the start of a bigger picture that's starting to form. But before we go into that, um, have you had a chance to look at any of the? Uh, I don't think the brackets out yet. The registration's still open, but have you had a chance to look at uh, anyone who's going? Ah, uh, not super. I like I signed up. I think a couple days ago, I like finally did it because, you know, I'm a melee player and I don't do that like right away. So I finally signed up for that recently and I looked at it and I was like, um, like, I don't know. I saw Axe, uh, Ginger, Gatsu, I think Coder and Lucky. Mm -hmm. that, that, I didn't see everyone. I saw like a few people. Axe is, I don't know what he'll do. He's yeah. going to go Falco or Young Link or Ices or something. Yeah. Uh, um, just anything to avoid the temptation of playing his, the character he was built for, which, uh, in Melee Stats' opinion, uh, is Fox. That's a new Melee Stats <laughs> headcanon. No, oh you can't give Ambi so you can't you can't validate him with this. Ambi's so, so right, dude. Ambi says uh, this, and then every time I, he says it, Axe dude, puts out a clip where he's like 600 <laughs> APM. Dude, I I can't explain why. Um, I hate this theory so much because I've actually brought it up to other people. It's just that this is something that uh, 
God bless Ambi. He's not here right now, but but he used to, you know, every couple months or so, he he'll just message me or the topic will come up and he'll be like, I really think Axe would be such a sick Fox main. It's just bad for the brand, so he'll never do it. <laughs> he loves running at people. He loves pressing buttons. Why doesn't he just main Fox? He'll become <laughs> he'll become the best player in the world. <laughs> I think the idea is that he has already. It's like a um, sunk cost fallacy. He's already put so much time into Pikachu playing, but the real sunk cost fallacy is he's put so much time into buying Pikachu merch. <laughs> like he would have to rebuy everything with a fox on it. Um, which I look, I've seen how much Pikachu merch he has. I don't know. He's probably getting paid a nice salary by Tempo, but I don't know if it's that nice because he's got a lot of snapbacks to uh, to replace. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Moki, as the uh, fast blue technical fox, what do you think about having another fast blue technical fox in Axe? <laughs> have you have you seen any of his clips? Ah, uh, I think I've seen one. I haven't seen that much of his fox, but I don't know. He's just nuts with every character. I like play when I when, every time I play him because he just cycles characters. I'm like, what what is going on? <laughs> like I don't know. He's so good. Um, but I do think honestly, if the, I I do think the main important thing though is just like enjoying the game because like it's so hard to go good <laughs> i know that's like the the cliche answer but if he enjoys pikachu then he's gonna put more time into pikachu and like melee's game you just need to put time in so i think that's my yeah opinion <laughs> yeah uh i mean hey that's a, that's a good opinion to have I, obviously i don't know i was gonna say obviously i don't believe that he should switch to fox but uh, and i, yeah, I yeah. think that ambi would say the same but uh, ambi also steadfast in his conviction that prince abu versus plop is the greatest upset of all time so he's four, on in a top four set of all <laughs> top time. four he's he's on a wavelength that i can't understand frankly <laughs> yeah you know uh, we i took a look at a, a lot of the attendance and what i noticed is that like i mean this is no surprise for an event like gommel but th there's just like you know it's got all your mid-level heavy hitters it's got your mm -hmm. b bats it's got your zekers of the world and whatnot and there seems to be a in, there seems to be an unusually high concentration of these kinds of players at at gommel this year and i and i know those I know those players are in other majors too, but that was the first thing I noticed at least that while at the top level, it didn't seem like they were, you know, you're like, like obviously Moki is attending and obviously Gatsu as well. But I, I know the first thing I noticed at least going down the attendance list was that you had a lot of like high variance kind of like, like wild card type players that that could break out mm -hmm. with the right bracket or, or play well enough to do well. That's just kind of how this, uh, Era is in general, but at least that's what stood out to me about Gommel. Yeah, I, you know, I think so. I'm trying to figure out the timing of it. I believe that the original Get On My Line Gommel Online 2020, uh, I think that was like the first big Slippy major. You know, we had Slippy for a little bit that came out before it, mm -hmm. uh, but I think that was like the first one that had every single person on it uh and and just like playing it at a high capacity now is this true who knows <laughs> i i think it, it probably came out uh within like weeks of slippy's release and that kind of marked like the beginning of this uh type of major like an online major and yeah you're right dude we are seeing um 
Get On My Line 2021 is is kind of not, not the beginning of the end, but but it's definitely like a bookend to, to this whole thing. Because uh, we have a lot of entrants. We have like 300-some entrants here. And yet, you're right, dude. If you look at the top level, you've got some heavy hitters. You know, you've got, you said Gatsu, I think Ginger, obviously Moki. But yeah, I mean, a little left to be desired. Hbox was only signed up for Ultimate, which I think is a mistake. I mm-hmm. think we don't tell him. <laughs> I legit think he he forgot to register for Mayland. I no need to uh, you know wake the sleeping beast on that one. Uh, but yeah, I, I I'm really interested by like the what a difference a year makes, right? Um, so I want to get into obviously we're kind of knocking on it right now. Um the larger picture of, of like where online majors stand in a world that in, in a country, I guess that's beginning to get back to uh, real life before we do that. Um, does anyone want to make any educated guesses for who's going to win Moki? I think you kind of have to do the IBW here uh, or you just say yourself, but it feel free to do whatever. Uh, honestly, that's not, that's not the way I go about it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I I mean, if I don't say myself, then it's not a I, it's not a good look. And then if I do, yeah, say we, myself, we kind of put you into a, a big trap here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. It it could be like any of the top top people, like just depending on who's mm-hmm. playing best. I know uh, most people of the top, like I imagine, like me and Ginger. I'm not too sure about Gatsu, but it seems like a lot of people are on a bit. We're on a bit of a break after SCL, so this yeah. is kind of like ramping back up. So I'm not too sure. I guess it just depends on who is a. Uh, kind of most already back into practice and back in shape mm-hmm. or whatever that's gonna play a big factor very diplomatic answer very mm-hmm. politician answer <laughs> pleasing everyone uh what about you what about you edwin who do you think's gonna make it out on top here uh i think based off everyone i i've seen you know what i'm gonna go with an i'm gonna go with an outside pick uh i'm gonna go with kadoran i think i Sorry, Moki. I, I gotta okay. go. Kodoran literally <laughs> gives me lessons. I gotta. I gotta go. I have to go with him. Yeah, but you pay him, so he's very helpful. <laughs> That's your transaction already. You don't need to shout him out. Uh, I think I have to go. It's tough. I have to go, Moki, on this one. <laughs> one of one of us can't be too nice. One of us yeah, can't no, be we, too nice. Moki. No, wait, you're my favorite host. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean. I, Edwin's the one who's got to worry about uh, like your friendship level at the end of this. I don't know we, why. We just have to keep <laughs> we, we have to keep Kadoran away from the Samus players in his path. <laughs> uh, it. it might just be YCZ to be honest. YCZ is on something some a different level, a different line. Keep him will. away from YCZ and Egg Money, and and he'll be good. But Egg Money, God, um, Canada Zone. But yeah, I mean like. When talking about who's gonna win this, like there's we talked about, there's heavy hitters like uh, Moki, Gatsu, Ginger. Hey, Lucky, um, Lucky's been on a t- actually that's a that's a that's also another another good pick. Lucky has been on a tear the last uh, last like month and a half. Uh, he won that tournament over none and has just been like gobbling up good wins. Mm-hmm. So I I mean I think it's gonna be sick. Uh, I think hey outside chance. Uh, Toussaint or, you know, Kadoran, the great answers. But like we were talking about, it gets at like a bigger issue. We haven't seen 
all you know the the melee community uh the top players go hard on a um on a tournament since scl and before that you know moki as you said in your tweet we had a break before scl we have a break after scl like what is what's happening right now with the state of uh melee tournaments moki what do you uh what do you think about this uh i think it makes sense why people feel like it in terms of the mm-hmm. fact that you know someone's coming up and it seems like lands like on the cusp but i think it's very unfortunate <laughs> and it's not the best for the scene in terms of hype leading up to summit and just like in general it doesn't keep people engaged when people aren't like entering because i'm i i don't know i put a lot of effort in leading up until um like probably more than a lot of the, the top players because i was like rusty last year so i was putting in a lot of effort before like galent and for loco because i'm like i need to i need to stop sucking <laughs> so um but I'm already, I just, I'm, I want to play, <laughs> you know? I, I really want to play. Yeah. I wish more people were kind of feeling the same thing right now because I just, yeah. I don't yeah. Know. I, I think you have a unique perspective on this because not only are you someone who is a top player, you know, you are this, like, group of people who uh, kind of people are wondering, like, when that general group of top 15, top 20 players are going to, like, actually go full throttle on these events again but not only that but you're also uh, affected by this in a different way if you look at the north american players you and none are probably the only canadians in that top echelon um everyone else is yeah you're right they're looking forward to not only summit but all the in-person stuff like we have a lot of regions are coming back you know we're doing a podcast today and we have ohio running a local uh philly ran a local jersey's running a local just this week um socal announced a a local that's probably going to have that's probably going to be our first in-person like top 50 sets that we will see like sets between top 50 players um on land which is going to be something but yeah I, i mean i think you're right like even just the social aspect of like why would you waste six hours in a day to win however much money uh, it, when you could, like, go to a party of fully vaccinated people? So I think you're definitely, like, you are an affected class here, right? Yeah. So I think you've got a, a good input on this. Yeah. yeah. No, any, uh, any thoughts on, like, where is the future of this hold? We talked about this in the past, and it's basically one of those things where everyone would like online majors to stick around but like do you i mean do you think they do i think that a series like scl still provides a very good opportunity for players in obscure regions to test their skills against larger talent pools than what they're used to so Mm -hmm. while i'm not sure that the format will quite draw the same attendance within like notable play playing pools like socal or new york city or anything like that i think for a lot of talented players and uh and and you know more more hidden regions or players that just don't travel as much that it could still provide a really good opportunity as like a qualifying event leading up to an in-person summit or or something like that or even just leading up to you know other top players still using SEL as a way of remaining in shape during Melee's LAN offseason. But 
outside of a format like that, which the benefits are that it, it gives, you know, grinding players who can travel a lot more exposure and a lot more opportunities. I don't, I don't quite know what the incentive is for like, say Zane or IBDW come, come when the, when the entire like land major infrastructure mm -hmm. returns were good. I, I don't quite know what the benefit is for them outside of what they already experienced, which is to say like, you know, maybe they stream tourneys that they go secondaries in. I think, I think the problem is that like, when land majors come or come back, like they're going to be the focus of every single, like, you know, like heavy hitter, like super major contending player. M Moki, you're, you're like close to the cusp of that. So I want to hear your thoughts on like how you would manage, you know, preparing for land majors with understanding that like online is a, is an imperfect, but still solid way of keeping in shape as well as balancing that with like, you know, your growing stream channel and knowing that it could field good content or field or, you know, help your career as well. Yeah, I think uh, I, I might be a bit, I, I feel like a lot of top players, a lot of people aren't the biggest on like entering a lot of tournaments. I know I've, I've never really been that because I, I like to just like sit down and grind when I'm like preparing for a big tournament. Mm -hmm. So I'm not like a big like, you know, like enter like weeklies or online weeklies or whatever kind of guy myself. But I think if it's like, there's the thing with online that I think could be cool is it lends itself to like interesting formats. For example, like the octagon. And mm -hmm. I think events like that are going to be really Agreed. cool. Like, cause that's like, it's very, it's like show matches. It's very fun and very accessible for people to just like watch and get invested in. And it makes it easier for people to run that kind of stuff. So they don't have to like make sure that people are flown out and all that stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think that kind of stuff is, is really, really, uh, I could see that staying around and like everyone being involved in that kind of stuff, like even like the top echelon. But I'm not too sure about, um, like I don't know. Yeah, I, I think like Zane and Mango and Cody and the other people in that kind of range, even myself included, we might not enter as much of the mm -hmm. online stuff on when it uh, when stuff comes back. Though I do think it'll always be around, and there might be the occasional thing where like a lot of people enter, just depending on what it is. I'm not too sure. Yeah, you know. This is a podcast. This is a melee podcast. We're melee stats, uh, but despite that, I think I remember something about the uh, ultimate and Smash Four scenes, like having this weird disconnected Y. Uh, they we'll call it like Wi-Fi. You know, Wi-Fi warriors. Wi-Fi. They had a Wi-Fi rank. Um, they they had it like online, uh, which I'm sure sucked. I, I mean, like we know ultimates uh, online sucks. I. Never played Smash. Well, I played Smash uh, Four online once, and I got uh, taunted by a duck hunt. And I was like, "Why am I doing this?" <laughs> that seems like a reasonable reaction. Yeah. I'm glad you had yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, they're just rolling. And I think game two, they they changed their tag to like make fun of me. I was like, "Hmm, I'm wasting time here." Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, like they would have this, and it'd be this this interesting disconnected scene, as far as I know. You know, I'm not an expert in. Smash 4 Ultimate, and I'm less of an expert in Smash 4 and Ultimate Online, but, but like, I've looked at their Wi-Fi rankings to make fun of them, but in doing so, like, you would see that it's it's not the top players, but it's, like, a, a lower level of players, and then sometimes those players would become top players. I think uh, Cosmos was an online player. Like, I, I think he wasn't able to attend tournaments 
probably too young or something, uh, or his parents didn't want him to because he was too young. I don't know. But but then ended up like uh, becoming top ten in Ultimate when it came out when he was able to enter stuff. So yeah, I mean like, do we see the same things that we see? Do we see uh, like LACS or SCL? levels of attendance from top players no why would like what does zane get for if he just wins genesis 8 and then it's like the next week is a uh you know 400 pop bonus online tournament uh obviously like it's it's not for the top players i guess the infrastructure changes right it's uh like we we talked about what if online majors was uh a flight to genesis or a flight to shine or something like that right um just like completely changing how it is you know we have a lot of players who we've seen pop off hard and then we find out that they're like 16 or something or, or they're like in a really remote region and we kind of realize oh maybe they're that's the reason why the melee community as a whole might not have heard of these people you know you get your young people or you get your people who can't travel or like people in regions without locals and and like the ability to be able to play like basically everyone in, in North America uh, like really gives these people time to shine. So we will, we will see how online majors fare for the uh, near future. I, I don't know. We've got pound coming up after this. We've got uh rollback rumble, the big one. I, I hope that we have a last hurrah, even though we're getting yeah. close to the finish line. You know, just because we're vaccinated, just because I'm vaccinated, doesn't mean that everyone is. I would like to see, you know, 2021 end with a, a really sick online major. But um, I guess we'll have to wait for that. And uh, talking about online majors, I guess we got to talk about probably the biggest news for offline events. You know, we talked about how there's offline locals, but uh, Riptide, you know, announced a few weeks ago. And immediately capped their entire... They had like a 1,000 entrant cap uh, across the entire thing. I think Melee got like 300 people or something like that. And then they were able to bounce that cap up to like 2,000. And then it became like 600 or something like that. And, and I believe now that there's another cap. Um, and we are seeing like the Honest to God first major back. So I, I guess this is like, you know, time to talk about what the... Uh, like what majors are going to look like in the future, you know, uh, Moki as an international player, how, like, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, both in terms of attending from, from your perspective, but also, you know, we are going to see people really having this as their time to shine. But for the most part, this is probably going to be a lot of North American, a lot of American players. Yeah. Um, so like, I want to know what you think about it as an international competitor, but also as like a top level competitor. What are your thoughts on this? What, uh, just like Riptide in general? No, just, I mean, like, Riptide's the return yeah. of majors. Like, yeah. 2021 is probably going to have a few of them. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe two, maybe more, who knows. Um, so we're definitely going to see some weird, like, divide, right? It's not yeah. the same thing. It's not going to, like, jump back into as if we never, you know, COVID never existed. Um, so I, I like want to hear your thoughts on, on just like online or offline majors returning in general. Yeah. So as like a uh, like an international 
guy, I guess, even though it's not like that, <laughs> like that international. I'm like, like still international. international. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, you're, you're really, right in the bucket. I really called bucket you international, international this episode. I'm not can't yeah. hang with us down here. <laughs> down here um, with our no healthcare. <laughs> I think, um, like me personally, I'm I'm being a bit like wary of it, like just mm-hmm. in terms of like myself attending. Like I, I didn't register for Riptide. I, I just want to make sure everything's like fine because too many times during the last like year and a half things start to look hopeful and then all of a sudden it like declines so i'm yeah. like i'm just trying to be super just wait until it's actually 100 percent good and then i'm gonna like you know wild out i'll go to, i'll go to whatever but i just need to make sure it's like fine myself yeah i mean i live in the states and even i i still feel really and i'm not saying i have a good reason for this but i still feel really weird that every like it like the popularity for riptide is just I, re- I really think that people are just so ready to get back yeah. and like i i don't blame that instinct at all i just mm-hmm. i just am taking an overly cautious approach so i definitely empathize with yeah. you there yeah yeah it, it's weird um i mean is it scientifically wrong i, I don't know uh like i've definitely hung out with friends inside vaccinated friends mm-hmm. uh and then i've gone to restaurants uh like a 2000 person event is definitely i'm not hanging out with 2000 friends in my house you know uh so that that is weird yeah i i mean look did i consider going to riptide am i still trying to weasel my way in Uh, yeah yeah we'll see um i mean it's just like we are so ready to be back and for america at least i think Oh, America's been ready to be back for a while, and they we were ready Americans to be are... back even when even when the pandemic was like full wave. It's like May twenty twenty, and they're like, "We all right, we we did our yeah. quarantine." <laughs> um, we're not a good example of this. Uh, I'm saying that Americans have a lot of times where they've been ready to come back. Yeah, uh, which usually sure. was like not wearing a mask in Olive Garden while your server just had to like. <laughs> you know take orders from you as you're chomping on breadsticks um but like this is a safer version of being ready to be back yeah uh, so I, I don't know i i mean whatever we see will be very different and um you know one of the one of the weirder parts about this is uh like I, we're so ready to get back to it dude i've already seen people on reddit and uh i don't know twitch channel i saw it somewhere else talk about rankings <laughs> oh my god dude uh, even and, during uh, the pandemic re- that conversation we had with our comrades at the mix-up where we would give them a long explanation of hey look rollback rankings I-, I don't really think this is something that people want they say they want it but you know it's just not the same there's a lot of work it has diminishing returns and they would just respond yeah, but why don't you have rollback rankings? <laughs> uh, shout outs to Walt and Radar. Yeah. Uh, Our dear friends. Yeah, that, that episode was... Uh, oh, I didn't say that. You did. Uh, that episode was very fun. We would come up with like personal reasons, logistical reasons, like philosophical reasons to not have rollback rankings. And like, well, yeah, but why yeah, don't but, you have uh, them? People like, would wouldn't like it be it. fun? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, it's going to be so weird. People are already talking about, like, Riptide got announced. I think I saw in the Reddit thread for their announcement. Talking hey, about guys, where should Hurrybox be seated? I think he should be seated first. Or, well, I'm sure no I'm sure no one actually said he, they think he should yeah. be seated first. But... I, we will, oh, come on. HFAM, 
Uh, yeah, so okay, no, like fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I'm we sure will, there's a We few. will have a full episode uh, in September or whenever it is devoted to yeah. just the seating. <laughs> a, a, oh like a four-hour one. It'll be our epic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's um, going to be weird because people are going to be ready to, like, I mean, obviously we're already establishing this hierarchy of, like, Zane's number one, Mago's number two, yeah. S2J and IBW, you know, like, we're already doing this um, off of decent data set but yeah we do that with like out you know counting left or anything uh and now we're going to do the same exact thing we're just gonna get right back into it and zane's gonna win riptide or zane's not even gonna go to riptide or whatever and then we're gonna be like okay well obviously this person's the best and i think in terms of like motivation regarding ranks it's a really interesting time uh yeah i mean i don't know I don't know. I don't know the mind of a top player. I know a lot of people don't play for ranks, and I know some people do, just because I've seen a lot of ICs who make top 100 and then yeah, disappear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, like, I'm interested in seeing how this whole thing will shake out. I hope the scene is chill. Let us have a major where we just don't have to, like, obsessively uh, count every single thing. Yeah, I mean, if it's that... a, if it's a success, like if no, if everyone goes and no one gets sick at all, I can't imagine that there wouldn't be like just a incredible rush for venues and mm-hmm. and bookings yeah. over the next like four four yeah. to five months. Following, Mokio, it. I want to hear what you're about to say, but I mean, we're already probably seeing that behind the scenes. All these people are probably, I mean, not only they're looking into venues now, they've probably been looking into venues mm-hmm. during COVID because if you're planning. Yeah an event where you plan to have 2,000 people there. It's not just one of those things where, like, in September, Riptide's successful, and you're like, all right, call up my venue. We're going to run an event. Yeah, I, I mean, month. they would have been doing it even before. And, like, yeah. if, if Riptide didn't, somehow didn't turn out well, they, they would have mm-hmm. to push it off. Like, that's typically yeah. how people people work with venues. So, Moki, you sure. were about to say something, then you got cut off by Edwin. Oh. I was just going to say, I, I really hope that people aren't, like, super whack about the seating. Because I know we were just talking about it, but, like, mm-hmm. there's so many people who always talk about, like, oh, so-and-so is going to be so good on LAN. And it's just, like, I think it is different, but at the same time, it's, like, uh, like you don't know that. <laughs> it's, like, such a weird spot with seating where, like, I don't know. I, I, I know people are going to be so, like, I don't know. I Because there was that uh, Ultimate Tournament, I think, like, a week ago or two weeks ago, and people were just mad about seating. I saw on Twitter, I'm, like... Like how how can you possibly be mad about this right Dude, now? Dude, ultimate players and seeding, those like I don't want to hear those words in the same sentence. I can't imagine heard, a more insufferable I have heard stories. <laughs> I mean like so you know, I, I introduced myself as Gimme That Week, tournament seeder and part of the administrative team on the MPGR. So obviously you know I'm a tournament seeder, so I have a little bit of input in this. But and like look. Melee players are very entitled. Well, I, I think we don't have to to beat around the bush for that. Um, but but if they're entitled, it's probably just because there's so many people who are so into it and, and wanting to create such a infrastructure for the game that people kind of get used to that. Um, and, and I think like you know, obviously we see stuff like Uncle Punch, like you know, creating such a such a good thing that that we didn't have before a lot of people were like well you know other games have training modes um but one of the things that we probably created for the worse uh was seating very very low and i, and I think it's like super cool for for majors you know i am part of the 
major seeding team and we have seeded to like past 300 seeds at majors yeah oh my god like it, it is important to us to if you are a person who is pr level that that you would like get a good seed and even if that means that you might be a hundred ninety third or seed or whatever like that um but I, for all we're entitled we are for all the complaints i have heard that the complaints on the smash 4 and ultimate side just go so much deeper like so much further and the thing is their games you know like you've got 80 characters or some shit like that uh of course anything's gonna happen yeah like yeah. everyone probably has a win on a top 10 player it's like yeah sure you beat to buzz here's your 80th seed you're seated right below the person who beat tweak it's like that's just how it works that's very funny <laughs> yeah i i don't know i'm ready i i don't know what i'm going to be seating i'm ready throw me into the blender it's gonna be so fun to like seed the people who have like literally never been to a land tournament uh, and seed the people who have literally never played online um, I'll put my Venmo out there by the time I'm seeding stuff. I, I yeah, wanna... like, wait, can you imagine Freezus showing up? Like, imagine seeing, like, Freezus versus Naomi in pools or something. It'd be nuts. That could happen. No, but I'll, I'll put my Venmo out there in case anyone wants to bump their seed up. <laughs> There's, there'll be, like, a... I'll have this whole algorithm created. <laughs> if, you, if you want to be first seed, I'm going to take a cruise on your dime. Uh, no, I'm I'm looking forward to it all. It's gonna be sick. Uh, I I I I mean personally, I I hope uh, I don't know like what your comfort level is coming into the 2022. Like I I don't know. I mean I hope we can like my my hope for all of this is that 2021 we can write off as like a fun bonus, right? The fact that we're getting Summit and Riptide and who knows what else um, is like the cherry on top of this. Uh, and then I hope at 2022, we can just like, we're already back in it. Uh, like, do you think you're, are you comfortable with going to majors in like, if you're fully vaccinated in six months? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Myself. Like, yeah, like even riptide, I probably would have been comfortable going. I'm just waiting to see, like mm -hmm. I could see myself being as long as like, the like the border isn't a hassle and like it's not like a pain to to do that like more of a pain with covid and like just you know i'm second vaxxed then i'm perfectly okay with that myself i'm pretty excited to to see everyone again and you know just do that mm -hmm. what if so you know canada is pretty close to uh detroit yeah what if for the big house um they set up like online uh like a land center across the lake ontario or whatever yeah. and and all of the international all the canadian players can just play slippy like 15 ping from across uh lake ontario oh, oh, how would you feel God. about that that'd be kind of hype <laughs> Because the thing, no one's gonna cheer against you, and if they do, they're like <laughs> they're they're outcast for sure. <laughs> yeah, imagine you're oh. on the Canadian side, yeah, and you're playing versus like Hungrybox, and someone's like, "Go Hbox!" <laughs> like, yeah, like I honestly, I'd be down. That'd be because the thing is, is like there'd be people. 
in America who like because Canada we have so much pride for being Canadian like in mm-hmm. terms of our players we're so excited. no one cares about being no one cheers for someone because they're American <laughs> no one like no one's gonna like do that right I mean <laughs> people cheer for one player because he's American but I yeah. also just think it's because he's Mango yeah <laughs> it just happens to have a USA champ yeah, yeah dude that'd be that'd be so funny if, if people are like ah I'm not ready to cross over the border and they just like literally across the lake just set up the land center that's pretty funny to land imagine. in uh dude that'd be it'd be crazy oh that's so funny who knows we're talking about the uh offline majors maybe that's the ibw uh got us a lot of good twitter engagement because he talked about how offline majors should have online pools maybe we yeah. just good uh... engagement not 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 good feedback no no that was a bad opinion <laughs> yeah but... <laughs> it, was a, it, was a ter- it was literally such a bad opinion that it convinced me like my like my mind completely melted when i heard it and i was like i've literally never never thought you were of just this you're in shock i was i was in such shock that i was like Oh my god, like this must be this must be good. And then it hit me about like a day and a half later. I was like, what? This is the most insane idea. Who would ever do <laughs> online pools for land majors? It's one of those things that you hear and it's just easier to not process it. Someone at my uh work told me that all of the presidents are related. All the US presidents are related. And then someone was like, Well, not Barack Obama, right? They're like, no, he's uh, George Bush's second cousin. <laughs> like, look, I'm sure there's a like debunking, like easy debunking that can go into this. But I heard that and I was just like, not my place. This is, I, I will let this happen. And I think that's what happened with the IBW thing. It's like, sure, online pools. Uh, Moki, if we can get a horrible soundbite from you that, that gets us Twitter engagement, that, that'd be sick. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try to think. I'll try to to think of something (laughs) awful I can say for you guys to tweet about. It has to be uh, awful enough to get us Twitter engagement, but not awful enough where it's evidence.zip2 levels. So try to toe that line. Okay, yeah. I'll I'll be thinking about it the rest of this show. (laughs) Uh, Is is this a good chance to move into the stock exchange or is there anything else you want to recap when it comes to offline majors i think when you mention evidence.zip too it's a good time to move into the next conversation yeah let's do that <laughs> so, well edwin you've got a little uh you've got a little segment for us don't you yeah i do so moki every week except last week and but every <laughs> that's always well, a great and the week way to before start. that we, we had a week off yeah that's always a great and the week before that was a uh special all right well what's supposed to happen every week is that everyone on this wonderful wonderful show gets around in a round table and they go back and forth on the hottest topics of the week this is called the edwin budding stock exchange so the way this is going to work is i'm going to bring up a segment i'm going to quickly explain to you the segment i'm going to and you two are going to go back and forth with like 30 second answers each all right oh god and the um the the person with the better answer gets a point. So the way this works is basically I'll ask a question. I'll describe what segment it's part of. Okay. And, well, I guess I'll describe the segment it's part of. Okay, you know what? Just just, just go along with it, okay? Okay, okay. All right, and neither of us know it, right? Like, you guys are not in on this to... <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> this is not a rigged... Okay. This is... okay. But but there's no guest favoritism. Wheat's very good at this. 
Few people, few people okay. beat him. No, I, I'm gonna get destroyed. <laughs> I mean, it, it, we have had variations on this idea in, in different podcasts, and it just is like whoever Edwin thinks is funnier, which tends to be the person who he talks to on like a daily basis. Okay. Um, which I don't know. Hey, this maybe Edwin's trying to be your friend by the end of the episode. Who knows what will happen? We'll find out. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I better win. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's get started then. So for our first segment, it's called buy or sell, but we're going to do buy or sell a little more, a little differently this week. So essentially what's going to happen is I'm going to name two stocks in the melee community. Okay. And you have to buy one stock and you have to sell the other one. Okay. So Moki, I want you to tell me buy or sell the two stocks are Albert and Magi. Is it so is it just in general? Like or is it in terms of like melee results or is it just in general? Uh it can be I was thinking melee results, but if you can turn it into something funnier, uh that <laughs> or give a more creative reason, that's fine as well. So I'll give I'll you your say, time now. I was just gonna say because I know Magi streams more and I think cares more about that kind of stuff, so I'd probably buy Magi and sell Albert. That's probably what I'd do. That's how it works, right? The the one that I think is gonna go up. <laughs> I buy. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm a zoomer. Yeah, that's typically how you buy or sell. <laughs> um, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know because I think she seems very interested in like summit campaigning and stuff like that and she's probably gonna come back to just grinding really hard i imagine so especially with land coming back um so i know she kind of went on like a like a dry spell of not entering not streaming much but since stuff is coming back i imagine she's gonna be grinding that really hard right. and since she cares all about about streaming a lot as well i would probably go that route all right wait give me your answer i agree i am going to i'll buy magi and unfortunately i'm gonna sell albert uh i mean i i think Who's going to be the better male player? Who knows? But Albert's probably going to, I don't know. He looks to me like the type of guy who is going to have a nice, like, $70,000 a year job. And, and at that point, you know, what are you doing melee for? Uh, on the opposite end, I think Magi is going to be a big streamer. And you're going to be able to buy, like, Magi-branded schoolgirl outfits or, or whatever she wears <laughs> when she streams. Uh, and for that reason, I'll, yeah, I will, I will buy Magi on this one. All right. Wheat, buy or sell? Your two stocks are Zeker and Sika. <sighs> you have fallen into a rabbit hole, dude. You, you need to be woken up from this. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, I would preferably not touch this question, not because of them. I will buy Sika because he was a one-time Melee Stats patron, and I will sell Zeker because as of right now, he has never donated to the Melee Stats Patreon at patreon.com slash Melee Stats. All right, Moki? I don't know what to say. I am no <laughs> chance in hell I am buying Zeker, dude. <laughs> there is no shot I buy that kid, dude. No way. Uh, oh, yeah, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy Sika. <laughs> um, you guys are laughing. He just took a set off, off Aklo. He did. No, there's, there's wait, actual. Wait, did he? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's yeah, good, dude. Wait, can I change my answer? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's too, it's too late. <laughs> All right. 
And, and Moki, for the final question of this segment, buy or sell? Elliot, your two stocks are Elliot and Neologism. Hmm. Oh, that's so hard. Lots of Canadians today. Oh my god. Um, I'm gonna say Neo. Elliot's the boy, but Neo's the Ontario boy. <laughs> they're but they're both the Canadian boys. Elliot's the boy, uh, but Neo's the man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Neo's really, really good. I just feel like he doesn't end. Like he's been entering more online, and he's been showing it. But uh, like every time I've played, he, he was one of the people who always gave me the most trouble. I play, I'd play my bracket because I'm like, why do I have to play this guy? <laughs> this is not who I want to be playing right now. Just did locals. I think he's he's like really really good. He's really underrated. All right, we tell me. Uh, so I think I'm gonna buy Elliot and I'm gonna sell Neo. Um, there's a couple different reasons for this. One would probably be you know Elliot has an Hbox win. Elliot is able to. Uh, he's been attending so many tournaments online, like. Every online major I've seen him enter. Uh, and I think Neo has had good results online, but just not entering a ton. Uh, but the thing that seals it for me is that I've heard, you know, his boys refer to him as Jism. And I'm not down with that. Uh, that's, I, I can't co-sign that as a, like, thing you call your friend. <laughs> um, yeah, I so think I will have to buy Elliot, who currently doesn't go by anything. Uh, that sounds like Chisholm. So, <laughs> all right, okay. So, wait. The next segment is called "Are You Buying the Dip?" So, Moki, Wheat's familiar with this, but Moki, this segment, I'm gonna name a melee stock that's currently low right now at a dip, and yeah. uh, you're gonna tell me if you're buying it with the expectation that the stock is gonna go up and that you think it's gonna do better. Or if you're not buying the dip because you think oh, the stock is going to stay the same is, or down. Is, yeah, you are like burning a lot of bridges. Like oh, the, the first God. question immediately right. it was. You know what? You know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna commit. Okay, I'm just gonna commit. <laughs> yeah, just just do it. Whatever. All right. Okay, whatever. Wait, are you buying the dip on LSD? Yes, but I I'm, I am. This is a uh, it's a stock that I I'm trying to sell immediately. LSD, it's one of those things where you don't hold on to the stock forever. It's not like Boeing or whatever. Uh, no, LSD is the, the like, shitcoin or whatever, you know, and Elon oh tweets about it for God. a second. Uh, LSD is a super good player, but, like, in the next six months, they will retire and unretire, like, eight times. Uh, so I will buy the dip, and I'm, I'm like, with precision, with, uh, like, surgical precision, I will sell... <laughs> the second they like get one good result and moki uh i probably wouldn't buy it I, not i wouldn't go as far as to say that they are a shit coin but <laughs> I, <laughs> I think um yeah i don't know I, I don't know how they are feeling on melee it seems to i know i'm kind of a similar way i dip a lot I, i'll like my motivation my results will either be really high or really low but uh, it's it's too hard. I I would not buy myself if I was doing low, <laughs> so I cannot buy LSD if they're doing low. All right, <laughs> I am a, I am a big fan of LSD. Uh, LSD's play is very good. I'm a big fan of everything outside of of the play for LSD. They're a very very entertaining player to watch. One of my favorite players to just uh, see the trajectory of. Moki, are you buying the dip on Genesis? Oh, easy. 
Like, that's not even a question. Dude, you see how many people sign up for a water park tournament right as soon as COVID's ending? Everyone's going to Genesis ASAP. I, I'm easy buying that. No one, no one's missing it. If 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 anyone in the world wants to go to a major and they're second backed up and they have the means to, everyone's going to Genesis. I'm super buying that. And wait. I mean, yeah. I, I don't see a world where you don't buy the dip for Genesis. Genesis, like maybe do I hug every single person I see at Genesis 8? I don't know. Um, but like, there's no way that Genesis 8 rolls around and it is an event that anyone would want to miss. Uh, it's really similar to Genesis 3 when it came back and like everyone wanted to go. Uh, I think we'll see something very similar for Genesis 8 if it does happen around the same time, like early 2022. I think we will see like every player who's a good player, I think they'll show up and then we will see returns for a lot of retired players. I don't think there's a reason to buy the dip in Genesis. All right. And for the last question of this segment, we are you buying the dip on Dr. Mario? No, I'm not buying the dip on Dr. Mario. Uh, I'm glad that this isn't like, I don't know. Uh, I would be worried if we had like turned down for Walt on at some point and you asked me this question because I know that that he loves his little Mario guy but um, I don't think Doc, Mario, or Luigi are very good characters uh, in different orders uh, no I, I don't think Doc will ever I'm not going to ever buy that I like Franz but no not buying that how do you feel Moki? I think I've always been someone I, I think that even the worst characters in Melee are a bit better than everyone thinks. Doc included. I think Doc's, like, decent. Like, he's okay. He's not amazing, obviously, but he's, like, better than people would think. But there's no way in hell I'm buying a dip for Doc. I fucking hate that guy, dude. <laughs> he is so annoying. Um, and even if he po- I will, even if he pops off and I regret it, I don't think I'll regret it that much because I, I, I don't want any part in his... Uh, his uprise, I guess. <laughs> All right. So. And for our last question in our last segment, it's called Market Watch. So typically what happens in this segment is that you pick a stock related to the topic at hand that you're long-term investing in. So the question for our Market Watch, Moki, is which wait, wait, sorry, off- what is it? Wait, sorry, what it? Oh, sorry. Let me wait, let me sorry. explain that again. <laughs> so basically, Market Watch is just like a long-term investment segment. So like, okay. it's a long-term prediction. Okay. So okay. Moki, tell me which offline player who hasn't been around online, which which one is going to return to competing and catch everyone by surprise at their next land major. In just. I I come like no it's not like a multiple choice I just have to no just think. just like which inactive player basically okay. do you think will come back uh, and destroy Lan? Okay, I'm not gonna go with like I think Leffen's like the easy one, even though he I guess he's in Europe, right? I guess he entered some stuff, but in terms of that, I, um, I'm gonna go with I think Fiction. Fiction's really 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 good. A lot of people's expectations shift after people don't enter tournaments for a while, and I think people's expectations on fiction are going to be pretty low, especially with him playing Falco. But I don't know if he's going to play Falco on land or not. But he seems to be putting in a lot of effort, and he's had success with secondaries before. And I think fiction's genuinely just a very smart guy, especially when it comes to melee. And he's just gonna he's gonna do really well. Wait, you got the last word. 
The two players that pop into my head are players who we have not seen, uh, like basically throughout the entirety of the online melee era, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but I, I don't think I can pick them. You know, I think my the things that were in my head were Jake and Shaken and Prison, who I think are both like amazing. Uh, I think Jake and Shaken was a player who everyone just kind of was like, yeah, they're good, um, but it's just super all-around good and, and was ready to shoot up and then COVID happened. Um, and Prisant, you know, we talked about how, like, he could beat Leffen in a 5v5 Iron Man. Uh, but I'll, I'll go to another European. I'm going to go Sechi. Sechi is a player who is both not played online, but I think really wants to play. I, I think that there's some internet connectivity issues going on there. Um, so I think seeing Sechi in person, I, he's such a labber. Uh, he is the Chef Rock behind chef rock and i think that given travel like you know without travel restrictions in europe i think that we would see him be top three in europe all right thank you guys for your answers this was a really good stock exchange segment i'm just gonna say though that while it was a difficult decision to pick a winner i finally picked one Congratulations, Moki. You've won the Edwin Budding Stock Exchange 4-3. Uh, no, yeah, you're my favorite host, man. This is... <laughs> Thank you. This is rigged. So, Moki, now that you've won the Edwin Budding Stock Exchange, you got a minute to talk about whatever you want. So, take it away. Uh, any, I, oh, I did not expect this at all. Um, what's up, boys? <laughs> How's it going? We're not allowed to talk. All right, about it. it's all right. It's yeah. it's over. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I've never seen someone lose their time so quickly. Yeah, minute of fame. Minute of fame done. <laughs> Edwin's actually like, uh, you know, wheat one. <laughs> uh, sorry, I did the math wrong. <laughs> no, I. I uh, do I accept this loss? No, I think that the uh, think that this is rigged. Um, but would I respect Moki if he did beat me? Yes. So, if I were to lose, which I don't think I did, um, Moki would be a great person to lose to. Thank you. And uh, Moki, you know, you, you're not the winner, uh, but I, I, we have some questions for you. You know, our uh, our lovely people over at Patreon have uh, asked some questions. Now, we have had. You know, this obviously we've had a couple different episodes. We're on episode eight, and we've been doing this segment the entire time, uh, asking people questions from the Patreon. And uh, if you guys want to throw any into the uh, Twitch chat, you know, if there's anything good, we'll read it. Uh, I gotta say, up and down in terms of quality, sometimes we get really great, insightful questions <laughs> from people, and sometimes they just like it's all memes. Uh, okay. No one's actually trying to say something real. And unfortunately, you are on the latter end of that. I so, would expect uh, that. My chat is... <laughs> they are... <laughs> God bless their souls. They are <laughs> the memeiest people of all time. So Yeah, so so let me see... Let me see what we got here. Um, hmm, I don't like that question. <laughs> I don't like that question. Uh, okay, here's a good one. So, uh, who is someone that's been grinding a lot but hasn't entered much of anything online that looks forward to seeing when land finally fully returns? Oh, wait, that was on the uh, Edwin Budding Stock Exchange. Okay, can't ask that one. 
Wow, uh, already great start. <laughs> what about, uh, on a more serious note, it seems like in spite of it being easier than ever to compete in tournaments, top players for the most part don't enter many netplay events. It would feel like we already did that in the beginning half of this show. I can add hmm. to that, because I do think that the netplay experience can be a bit exhausting sometimes like a Ooh. tournament because the okay. thing with so my my ritual when i'm at a major is i play like i pee a lot i drink a lot of water and i take a lot of steps outside and i kind of cycle that and then like a little bit before i have to play i have like i sit down and i warm up and it's a bit harder to do that because when you're at home you feel like you have to stream because it's like you you may as well that's you're, you're gonna mm -hmm. make like you're gonna get good viewership and like make subs if you win and whatever but it's hard to like just leave your stream and, and do that. So a lot of the time you're just kind of sitting in front of your computer for like hours on end and it gets very exhausting. So I think that's probably uh, a reason. It is pretty like ironically, sometimes it feels more tiring to enter <laughs> online than like actually being at a tournament, which is funny, but I would, uh, that'd be my little insight on that. I have heard from former guest Pipsqueak. I think Pipsqueak's a big walker for online tournaments. Like I, I know yeah. that all not all online tournaments are like give you schedules where you're able to do that. But uh, he's talked about like if he has a, a long break, he'll just take a walk yeah. around wherever you know somewhere around Sweden, um, just like clear his head. And uh, look, he beat Leffen on box. <laughs> Oh, but you beat Leffen too. How much did you walk the day where you beat Leffen? Um, I was like running a lot because that's the the shine where there was like the killer mosquitoes. <laughs> so yeah, I was, I so was you're like running, running away from everywhere. the killer mosquitoes. Like, I'm not being outside at all. <laughs> yeah. So what uh, did you think of the uh, food options at that shine? Um, I know there's like a taco place, right? There the was a pretty okay taco place. I went like, there with Wally and yeah, Save Melee. I think I got wings one night. It was okay. I You're talking about Shine? Like, yeah. Shine uh, 2019 19, in uh, okay. Worcester. There yeah, was a, a Pizzeria Uno where I went with Cool Lime and me. Edwin, unbeknownst, came, <laughs> you came in separate. You didn't tell us you were coming. You came in separate. They seated you right behind me. And then <laughs> you wanted me to, first off, you wanted me to ditch him and go to your table. But That's then right. you kept trying you kept trying to talk to me as if we were like spies in a movie. We were like sitting yeah, back Yeah, it was back. great. We were sitting back to back. We was like, do, <laughs> no. do you want us to just come sit with you? And I was like, no. This is this is perfect. <laughs> this is what I dreamed of. <laughs> it was great. Speaking uh, of water, Moki. Um sorry, Edwin's probably got a good question. I'm gonna ask you, uh you've been drinking a lot of water today. How many ounces in that bad boy? What? You just oh. said I had a good question, then you asked it. <laughs> It was like the I'm second balding. biggest size. I think it might be like thirty-two. I don't know. It's pretty big though. It's like it, this is a this is an iron flask. Yeah, I have. Oh, you have the, the sixty-four kind. one. Oh and you God. know what? You're right. They do suck. It doesn't keep anything cold, dude. One of my issue is this. Uh, this lid. I'll fill it up because I I bought this for, so I stream it. I don't have to keep filling up like a glass. Mm -hmm. I fill it up with the cap, like you have to screw it really hard, so it always drips all over me. <laughs> like it just, I like, doesn't. I broke that cap. I kicked okay. it off my bed accidentally. I had it like on the side of my bed, perched, uh, yeah. and I kicked it off, and the cap just like destroyed itself. So I used the one where you have to, yeah, do that and then suck from it. Um, yeah. I have a great. Yeti. I have a smaller Yeti. It's amazing. It oh, keeps God, it cold for so now? long. 
Okay. Please, we're, it's we're having kind of a good conversation here. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a melee show, not a water bottle show. Okay, we could pivot. <laughs> yeah, the water, water bottle stats. Uh, Moki, I wanted to. So this is something I've talked about with like other other uh, like like Fox players and everything. Just when it comes to sort of like predicting how different characters will turn out like in the future yeah. of the metagame or whatever. And and a common sentiment that I hear among Fox players is that like Fox is incredibly well-developed like situationally and like technique-wise across like a ton of his matchups. And I wanted to like kind of pick your brain on this. Like where do you think, where, like where do you see Fox as a character developing? And is there any like lingering questions about the character and like how he operates that that you don't think have been answered yet? Um, I'm not entirely sure. I I don't think I'm the best at like uh like putting thought. In, like I think I'm not like a big thinker when it comes to that stuff. Like obviously, like I do put my effort in that. I'm I, I'm big like feel kind of like I I got it like subconsciously, and then I'm like not the best at explaining my thoughts. I guess is the the proper way to word it. Um, but I think there is still quite a bit for Fox to improve upon. I'm not sure the exact areas because I know I, I think people think I play weird. For example, like people think I do, like I, I know I do some stuff that's like weird or like other foxes don't do, um, like in your combo like game or your game plans or yeah, like combo game and like some of the ways I get openings and like I don't know. The thing is, is everyone plays melee differently, you know. Like everyone learns the game differently. Everyone has different ways of thinking, and even if, like I don't, even if you like, it, I don't know exactly how to word it. It's like. You can always take stuff from other people that they're doing better than you. And I think that for Fox, there's so many different places that you can kind of just, like, pick and choose from that, like, I don't know. Like, if you look at all the Foxes, they all pick some different options. And who's to say that, like, you don't just, like, take those and, like, make it a bigger beast by, like, just having everything on top of it. Like, like stacking it. Does that does that make any sense? <laughs> Sorry. I, I yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, I, I want to say we did this. I think I tried to do it and no one wanted to join me on this uh, a while back i tried to think of like creating some sort of franken fox from just uh individual fox players in matchups uh and i, I want to like like leffen armada mango i don't know it maybe plop no no keep plop um leffen armada mango excluded for fox like if you could create a fox player for like each matchup like what would you think like it would be like oh i'll be like the the best fox would be kobold versus falcon and they'd be you know kjh versus samus like what it i mean this is a dumb question but i thought of it three years ago and no yeah. better time to ask than right now no so what like for each matchup like the yeah the ones? Is that yeah good? yeah if you had to create like some sort of frankenstein version um I think Leffen's like a cheap answer for a lot of them. I think he's just oh, you don't, you don't, no, you're not allowed you're to pick Leffen. You don't get to pick Leffen. Oh, 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 you're right. Oh, that's the fun part. Oh my, oh god. Um, huh. I also wow. said this before. Cody got like super good, so yeah. I don't know. But I think so. I think like fiction for Peach. He helped me with Peach. I think he understands Peach really well. I'd say fiction for Peach. Maybe. I want to say myself for okay. So the ones I know I'm good at are like I could, I I'm comfortable with Fox. I would say myself for Fox. I think Cody would disagree, but he's not here. <laughs> um, uh, I'll, I'll give myself for Fox. I'll say myself for like Yoshi and maybe myself for Falcon. 
because I think I'm pretty good at those overall. Obviously, sometimes you have hiccups or whatever, but overall, those are like ones I'm really, really good at. Um, Falco, I'm not too sure. I feel like Fiction might be... No, KJH is really good against Falco, right? KJH is like really good against Falco and Samus. And I think Cody's like nuts against Puff. Um, what I'm missing. I must be missing some. Cody's probably good against like Puff and like Luigi and stuff like that. I don't know. It's it's very hard. I want to give myself the benefit of the doubt because <laughs> I gave myself a lot of the relevant matchups. What about Sheik? <laughs> Sheik? Hmm. It's probably S Fat, feel... right? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Also, are we not going to say Marth? I feel like we're kind of. Oh, this Marth, is pretty obvious. Co- one. Cody. Yeah, Cody. Yeah, Cody. I, for some reason, I just didn't think of Marth. He's like, I repressed him completely from my, <laughs> from my mind. <laughs> um, you're like, man, I really love Melee. You sit down at like, your first land, someone picks Marth. You're like, I forgot he was in it. <laughs> you sit down I on a setup. Like, guy's... You sit down on a setup with like John Wick or something. You you don't recognize him or whatever. Like some <laughs> like some random like super lopsided strengths like spacey player yeah. like spacey Slayer type. But you don't know. Dude. But like you won't know what they look like. So they, <laughs> they tell you your tag. Or they tell you their tag or whatever, and it's like, oh, I am. Uh, I'm Quaff or, or, or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Moki, you, you might recognize Quaff and Alberta, yeah, yeah. right? Like the uh, the melee stats road to riches is at Genesis Eight. We're we're gonna liquidate all of our assets and we're gonna just go around like uncut gems, and it's we're gonna see like John Wick on a setup versus Eric or something, right? I, dude, I was thinking Eric, yeah, yeah, and all the Ontario people were just like. <laughs> We just bet against them. John Wick, you know, takes or whatever. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this. Dude, you when bet... 100 grand goes to his next major, the 100 grand is free money for against Dude, people you got who the, don't know him. You got the old heads who don't know the, the Zoomers, and then you got the Zoomers who don't know the old heads, and, and yeah. we're just on the other end of it. Yeah. Uh, eating surf and turfs all day. Dude, like, Red, Red is going to beat, like, Oh my god! I'm trying to think of like a Zoomer Fox. Like Red's gonna come back and beat beat them, uh, and people are gonna be like, "What? Have you heard of Red?" Like, <laughs> like yeah, dude, Red's good. <laughs> so well, gonna be sick, like that, dude. Yeah. Um, speaking of people, so uh, you know, you have qualified for Summit, yeah, and uh, like I want to hear like both uh um. You know, if, it, if everything goes according to plan, uh, one, who are you most excited to play there? And and I guess two, like who would you want most to make it? So qualifying through tournament or uh, getting voted in? Um, so I think the uh, the person I want to play, I always just want to play like Mango and Zane. They're all the, they're the only two people I've never really beaten, Makes other sense. than like maybe someone who got like a random upset on me that i like never played again but like i'm still like favored or whatever or like or like people i just never played um so i just mostly just them i really want to play them and try to figure it out because i know i'm like pretty close but i'm also i just need to figure some stuff out and try it against them and i really want johnny to make it in which is kind of a cop out because i'm someone i'm like i just want the people who are like really really good to make it in because i think that's Mm -hmm. very interesting right and Johnny got so screwed over uh, with SCL because, like, he lost. So, basically, what happened with Johnny was, like, he lost to Cody and then he lost to me. 
to make it into like the t- winners of the final mm-hmm. bracket. And then he played Ben, and then he had to play the loser of me and Cody. So one of the people who beat him the week before, he was guaranteed to play. So it's just like, yeah, it's just dumb. Like it's just like very unfortunate for him. He's obviously been really good, and it feels like he kind of deserves to be in Summit. I feel like he's a shoe in, but yeah, I was gonna I, say I don't I, think you'll yeah. agree. Yeah, but that's the uh, the person I want most. Which I guess is kind of a lame answer, <laughs> but I just feel like it really deserved. It. I feel I don't feel right that I'm in and he's not because mm-hmm. I feel like he got kind of cheated out of it a little. Yeah. What about uh? Here, I'll turn the tables. This is questions for Moki, but I'll ask Edwin. Edwin, who do you want to see at Summit? I want to see LSD get rewarded for dropping out of Gailey Summit just so that they can campaign for a real Summit. And then when they go there, they'll be like, uh, actually, I don't feel like playing. I'm going to throw, I'm going to play, I'm going to play Game and Watch in my matches. <laughs> for their second round, they'll beat like, they'll, they'll beat like some, some player in, in the, in their first match of pools or whatever. You never know. You never know with LSD. That's my pick. No, that's not my pick. Uh, I'll I'll go with Kadorn. Why not? I predicted Kadorn as an outside shot to potentially win Gommel online, so I'll go with him again for for Summit. I I think he's been putting in so much work. Um, the only thing with Kadorn that I really wish I saw, I want to see how he does against Face Roll now. Like that used to yeah. be a really lopsided rivalry for a while. Then Kadorn kind of brought it close again before Face Roll jumped up, jumped ahead of him. But Kadorn has gotten so much better over the last like year and a half, and I'm curious to see in particular um, out of like the doable matchups or like that he will have at Summit. I really want to see how he does against like the like against a lot like faster players. Like like on like honestly, I, I do want to see how he fares and like how he adapts to players like IBW and even you, Moki. Like I think it would yeah. be I think it would be really interesting because like where he kind of like. Where Kadorn is known for, or what he's known for, is like being really good against Sheik. Like he's pretty solid in the Marth Ditto. Like he has a really bad lifetime losing record against SJ, but like he recently beat him for the first time, and I think he's even up or even with Gatsu for the year. And I th- I think strangely enough, like relative to the rest of his top tier matchups, I think Fox is actually like on the lower end of matchups yeah. that that he's good in. So I want to see how he does against the best Fox players. No. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's good. I've been, he's one of the people who I know is really really good, but I'm so happy I haven't played him in quarantine because God knows what the connection would be. It would just be <laughs> yeah, I guess he's oh, West Coast, right? <laughs> we're play, yeah, we're playing on like 120 ping. Wait, how did how I didn't see him down tilt? Why am I here? <laughs> <What? laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely a scary person. Um, I would say Panda. I I'm. <laughs> I think Panda, dude, we, Edwin and I have talked about it. Edwin and I were sitting, we were laying in bed together. <laughs> Wait, what is it? The, yeah, we, were, the... <laughs> we were watching uh, from the Genesis hotel room, uh, the Genesis stream. I don't know why we just didn't go downstairs. We were we were watching it, and I think we were, like, joking. We were like, oh, yeah, Panda's going to beat Axe. And then we watched, like, the dumbest upset. It was so great. <laughs> it, it wasn't like, you know, I mentioned uh surgical precision earlier and, and like that was how you describe r2d lou versus axe that yeah. was someone who knows the matchup so well now panda was just like up smashing it would just happen to hit or it would just he'd do all these things 
and then he he'd play really smart, and then he'd get like a stock lead, and then uh, we use the zany emote to describe him, the zany emoji, which is like, yeah, like the tongue dude, sticking his, out. That's his yeah. play is is like immediately after he gets the lead, he just like nares into the corner. And just, <laughs> it's like what are you he doing? Start, he starts like wave landing on Randall, like like showing off and everything it's like dude you're playing axe at a super major like you can't just you can't just be like wiling out this dude so, i i swear I, panda, I need to see that energy bro this summer <laughs> panda i i think i wrote i wrote about him earlier in the year exactly the way that you described him wheat for like my my east coast like breakdown preview and i think the words i used were i think i said panda is like melee results are the equivalent of like the tongue sticking out emoji i literally have no idea what panda will do at any given tournament and i think like a week later he beat gots here or something and had like a yeah he had that uh, uh run at the uh, austin melee bender where he, yeah, like, he had that too did he beat ben twice or did he just beat him once i don't, I don't really remember i think i think he beat him twice pa panda yeah. is like Panda and Akir are the two like difficult opponents for for Ben, and this was around and, the same time when Ben. And who like... else? Oh, <laughs> well, a Ambi Sinister. <laughs> well, he beat Ambi in the run back. To be fair, we we can't we can't gas up Ambi too much anymore for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we got? Do we get uh, chat? Doesn't have any uh, questions for Moki. Moki, um, do you have a tat? Would you ever get a tattoo? And what would your tattoo be? Um, I would it'd probably be something that's not like a big picture or something. It'd probably just be like mm -hmm. some small thing that looks very artistic, but it's like, I don't know, something like that. I think something I just very like aesthetic and it's not like a big, like, I don't want to get like, like a moose on my back or something <laughs> like I, it would probably be like something very simple and kind of small. I don't know exactly what, but thought about it. No. Yeah uh edwin are, are you asking me it, it, it's not really my thing i wouldn't edwin we should all the members of melee stats should should get she got tattoos we just got a tattoo right here oh my god melee stats logo I don't then know. we like do a rebrand and then we have to like get it laser removed and then get a new one <laughs> maybe when we hit a hundred when we hit a hundred trich subscribers sure well a hundred that's such a Doable yeah, amount. <laughs> well, we'll see. What did I get myself into? <laughs> I'll like make up some lie that MS stands for like my mom. Wait, actually, no. Don't get a tattoo of the the initials MS. That that'll get us. Like... <laughs> People are gonna look at us weird. Like a well, gang. I already have I already have a tattoo that says thirteen. Uh, so as long as they don't get them right next to each other, <laughs> or you no, have I... them on separate. <laughs> 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 wow, this is, this is very silly. Okay, well, um, I don't see any. Are there any other questions that? Oh, you know, Anaconda uh, keeps asking this question. Anaconda, uh, a regular in the Melee Stats podcast Discord server. The link to which would be in the description of this YouTube video. Um, but he doesn't subscribe to us on Twitch or give to us on Patreon. So, Moki, I'm going to ask you which character... Which Wait, sorry. Wait, did it cut out for you too? Yeah, no, I, I, I can't hear you. We... Oh, no. Oh, no. What? 
Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. All right. Well. Okay. Well. Hmm. Give me a second. Moki, I'll ask you. Moki, I'll I'll actually ask ask you a, a, a like cute little question then while okay. we're sorting that All out. Right. Okay. Um, what's your like most proud melee moment or like accomplishment? Um, so I have two, and I think they're like kind of separate reasons. They're very obvious. I I, I think I think in terms of just accomplishment, um, probably just beating Leffen. Like just making top eight at that shine and like beating Leffen because that's like <laughs> fucking hard. <laughs> I don't know, right? <laughs> uh, like I don't know. It's like one of the things where like because everyone knows Leffen and it kind of gets me clout when I'm like, yeah, I play melee because no one cares when I tell people I play melee. But if I'm like, yeah, like Leffen, like I I beat that guy, then people are like, oh, okay, damn, because <laughs> people know Leffen outside of melee, so. He's like kind of my my in to getting clout as a melee player in like a more normal. <laughs> place. Hell yeah, yeah, we love clout. Yeah. Also, we can, I can hear you again. Wheat, what's up? How's it going, man? <laughs> there you are. Um, okay, the the stream overlay just kind of crashed a little bit, but that's fine. Well, I can I can reset that really quickly. Oh, all good. Uh. I had a very dumb question for you. It was actually probably Divine Intervention that my mic cut out. Okay. Uh, I was going to ask, which Breaking Bad character do you think you are? Oh my god, no! Um, Not this Oh, we don't again. have any questions from the chat. Questions from the Patreon or stuff that we already kind of went over. Uh, probably um, just Jesse. I feel mm. probably him. I've had a guess. I don't know. Because he's just kind of like this young... Katie's like, <laughs> he's like a bit of an asshole and kind of dumb, <laughs> but he's like, <laughs> overall, you like root for him, and I, I like to imagine <laughs> that that's me. Oh, he, you're he not an asshole. Well. He, Jesse means well. He's like a oh. lovable character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's probably him. Can you do an impression? No. <laughs> really putting you on the spot oh my god that'd be fun <laughs> putting you on the spot that'd be my man <sighs> mr white he's the devil um that wasn't a good impression that was a uh, terrible that was a terrible impression oh my god give me an give me you do one then i never claimed i could do a good one i never I said i could do one either i, I did it i did it because the podcast needed it all right well i commend you on your attempt i am a coward and won't be doing that uh we decided that edwin is gabe and i'm badger i think is that what we no, got no, to? You, you told me i was saul no i don't think i would give you such a compliment you you literally told me it's saul goodman oh, oh my god i'm malding it's, it's not gonna be another episode after this i'm <laughs> just gonna bring up i mean this is the, the reason why this is happening it's all on the patreon subscribers if uh, they gave us better questions we wouldn't have to go down to the depths of which breaking bad character do you think you are depravity oh my god <laughs> well you know speaking of breaking bad uh we, we've been having this little segment that we've been running at the end of the show and we're, we're coming up to, to wrapping up here um we 
pretty much exclusively talk melee, but you know, we are complex humans whose lives don't revolve exclusively around melee. So uh, I want to take some time. We're going to go around. We're going to talk about something outside of melee. It could be literally anything uh, that, that we've been into recently. So I will start. Uh, I have been a huge, not a, a bandwagoner for the 76ers, for the Philadelphia 76ers, because I've always liked them, but I've been a huge playoff bandwagoner. Uh, I love to watch the NBA playoffs. Uh, I do watch the regular season here and there, but the playoffs, it's like can't miss TV for me, especially if my team is in it. However, the 76ers, uh, as of this recording, just had a very bad loss last night, and I'm not going to pick them. Instead, I am going to pick the original recipe for a Mai Tai. Uh, a Mai Tai, a tropical tiki drink. I have ordered it at Chinese restaurants and the like, and it comes out, and it's all just like pineapple juice, grenadine, and rum. And it's not very good. Uh, the original recipe, though, is pretty complex, and uh, I had it. It's like surprisingly strong, but all the flavors are there. It's not overly sweet, but it still has that like tropical vibe. I would highly suggest if you are into making cocktails or if you have an occasion coming up soon, you know, we're into the we're getting into summer soon. Uh that you, you make it, you know. If you look up the original recipe, the ingredients go from hard to find to extremely hard to find to not produced for like 20 years. So I, I would say uh you know just use whatever you have on hand. Rum is rum. Yeah, uh, but I I really enjoy that, and I cannot wait to make it some more this summer. What about you, Edwin? What have you been uh, into recently? Uh, I'm trying to think of an answer that's not Mass Effect. Uh, okay, I got it. So uh, some some of you know that I, I regularly like talk about, or I, I regularly read a lot and talk about like what what books I read a lot. So I've actually been rereading a a good amount of like books that I read a while ago just to like see if I, I gained any like additional perspective or, or could like learn new things from stuff that I already read. This, this is just a thing I do. Like, I don't know if people do it with albums and movies every now and then. But um, lately I, I've been reading a lot of like Vijay Prashad lately and uh, I couldn't recommend him enough. I think he has a, I think he has a really good grasp on like, he has, he's a really good grasp on like 20th century history that's told from a perspective that's not just like from the United States or Soviet Union, but in a lot of like, but he basically covers like the history of the non-aligned movement and like a lot of post-colonial projects. And I think uh, revisiting some of his work with a bit more like mature of a mind and kind of like learning about like what happens in other countries, it's it's really amazing how like, like as, as hippy dippy as it sounds, like a lot of like universal experiences are universal experiences, right? Like there, there are things that we kind of, uh, there, there are things that we take for granted as like uniquely American or like u uniquely Western, but that's not really true at all. Uh, th there's there's a term he uses called like polyculturalism versus just like multiculturalism, which is basically like 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 I mean he's he's using it rhetorically, but it, it's basically just like the difference between just having a bunch of people from like different locations versus like having people from different locations and cultures like intertwine and like intermingle with each other. And I just think that concept is really cool. All right, Edwin, you're scared. You're scaring the hose. Uh, and I want to say, you you you're make fun of the chromaism. You make chroma did not come up with that. Uh, yeah, well, he didn't come fun... up with the phrase itself, but he said it in our Discord. Yes, he was the first else. person to ever say this in a melee. Context. Yes, the, the first one ever. Um, 
you make fun of our water bottle discussion and and yet you go off on this um but this is hey this is this is the segment this is why we do it and now personalities outside of melee baby Right, Maybe so, it, Moki, your um, thing was a water bottle, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I've, been, I've been drinking a lot of water. This goddamn water bottle. <laughs> you know, um, we, uh, we, we just, uh, me and my roommates, we signed up for like fostering dogs, and we got our first foster dog recently, and he's been. Oh, nice! A lot. I'm becoming a pet yeah. owner in a in a month, so tell me about it. Yeah. So he's uh he's really good. He's like really big. What is he? I think he's like a chow, but he's like doesn't super look like a chow he's pretty big um my god he's, pretty, <laughs> he's like he's pretty big i don't know I, you probably can't tell how big this is um on the camera but uh yeah he's pretty big he doesn't bark a lot he's pretty good he gets melty um and he sheds a lot and he's a lot of work but he's been cool and he's really cute and that's what we've been doing we've been chilling with him and just making him feel comfortable but he is a very good dog and very cute, so we probably won't have him for that long because we're just doing fostering stuff. So nice! What a, uh, what a noble effort! <laughs> any yeah. tips for an aspiring dog owner? I, I've never owned a pet in my life, and I'm probably and I'm gonna like get one around like next month. Um, I'll be honest, my roommate's probably like doing most of the work. <laughs> I'm kind of I've been oh, like nice. used, I've been doing all the good parts of like, oh hey, uh, like come here, like <laughs> the belly rubs, <laughs> yeah, come hang out and uh. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm kind of bad at it. When my roommates left and I was left alone with my dog, he was really dickish. <laughs> so it's funny. Yeah, it just gets rowdy. I don't know. It's just like positive reinforcement for stuff. You know, just a lot of treats and stuff. That's kind of what I was told. If he does something you like, give him treats. And if he doesn't, then you make sure he knows. Like if he like pees inside, which he did first time he was here, first night got off the truck he came in my room and just peed in the corner over there on my carpet it wasn't damn, um, damn. It was disgusting yeah um, that sounds really gross but yeah but then you know instead of getting mad at him which obviously i was not thrilled we put him outside and we gave him a treat <laughs> so that's what you have to do see okay. the the real power play to this uh like if ludwig had a dog pee in the corner of his room yeah what he would do is he wouldn't scold the dog and the next time it happened he would make sure to do it on stream instantly yeah. your top clip you're yeah. on top of live stream fails yeah so well, i when i went when i was at mango like one of his dogs actually peed on me on stream and that Ooh. didn't see a light of day i just had like a couple hundred people make fun of me so it was, oh, I, I don't know for sure if that's the Damn. best route to go about Maybe it. Maybe I don't know about the uh, <laughs> the star-making qualities of dog piss. I mean, when we hit 100 subs, I'm going to have a dog piss on me on stream, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, 100 subs is going to be nuts for you guys. What was the thing it's we gonna, said we do for 100 subs? Tattoo, we're getting tattoos, right? and then a dog's going to piss on it. me. Yeah. Which, which order are we going to do that in? Or are we gonna Didn't do you want to, like, time? simultaneously. Didn't yeah. you want to, like, piss Ambi at 10 subs or something like that, Edwin? No, I would never say I would kiss Ambi at 10 subs. <laughs> I said I would blow a kiss at Ambi. Oh, okay. And, and 10 subs. A ten, 10 subs to ten. kiss Ambi. This is just, yeah, 10, I'll do it. Not kissing <laughs> Ambi, blowing a kiss. Very different. All right, well, we'll do it at 100. <laughs> and at like 50, we, at 50 at our next major, we do like the mob, mob kissing on the cheek. That's the thing, right? 
Why did I say ma kissing not, on the cheek? I'm not sure if uh if the <laughs> like European kisses on the cheek yeah, that's is not a, a uh, that's not a mob thing. Why did I why not did only I that, but I, I don't know if that survives COVID. <laughs> COVID has a few things where we're like it's like maybe we don't have to blow out candles anymore. You know, I I think like the Italian kissing, uh mob kissing as you call it, might not last. But uh, speaking of might not last, I think we're running down to the end of this episode. Uh, Moki, you've been such a joy to be to uh, have on the show. Thank You're you. a two timer. Yeah. It's gonna be like SNL. Once you hit five times, we'll get you a jacket. Oh, I'm so I'm. I'll hold you to it. Maybe a hundred <laughs> subs. <laughs> you guys can get me. Hundred <laughs> subs. We give you a jacket. Dog yeah. pisses on me. Edwin kisses yeah. Ambie, and we all get tattoos. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> subs is gonna be nuts. Blowing a kiss is different. <laughs> uh, so what what do you got to plug for us? I know you got some stuff going on. You said you were streaming. Yeah, I am streaming at Moki underscore Doki. I'm dumb and I spelled both those words a bit differently. So it's M-O-K-Y underscore D-O-K-I-E. Um, that's like pretty much all my stuff is that. Um, like YouTube. Uh, I'm kind of a bit of on a YouTube break, but I want to get back and do it at some point. Twitter and uh twitch and that's kind of it i guess <laughs> sick um yeah. last time i had you on you had just completed an emo this is how long ago it is uh okay. which was uh Duraki, the Duraki emo okay yeah now way back then you were moki doe that was okay. your yeah and i've been holding on to this thought for two years now okay that it should have been moki doe and then rocky okay yeah now, is your prefix still Mokido? It's not, and that's it's why it's just Moki. Yeah, that's see, why this I is it because I was like, yeah. like it's not a, like it's just eventually it's gonna change, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, it just makes it easier. Like I said, it's not that I could have just changed the name of it when I changed, but yeah, that's, that's my excuse. Yeah, well, I'm just letting all my thoughts from April twenty April twenty nineteen <laughs> out, all the things that I've been sitting on for this long. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, dude, it like we I talked about you had you on that episode, you were great. Had you on this episode, you're great. Uh, wonderful experience. You know, if you want to watch that episode for people, uh, I don't know how much you want to hear talking about a tournament from April or whatever it was, May 2019. Um, you can do so. You can do so at, at uh, the Melee Stats archive on uh, YouTube. That's where we have episodes of Waiting for Game. We've got little clips. We've got past podcasts in our playlist. Um, you can do so there. You can subscribe to us there. You can subscribe to us on Melee Stats to watch our long-form content. You can uh, visit us over at twitter.com backslash uh, or slash Melee Stats pod for tweeting out of uh, daily results. And uh, you can see us over at MeleeStats.co for Monday Morning Marth and Wednesday Melee. You can uh, subscribe to us here at Twitch at twitch.tv backslash or slash Dude, I love saying backslash slash melee stats and uh, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash melee stats. Yeah, did three. I do it? Yeah, you did it. And I just wanted to shout out three subscribers today. Pete, uh, Penguino, um, Ebb and Flow and Self-Flagellate. Thank you guys so much for the prime. Dude, we're on our way. What is this? 11? Yeah, 11. That's 11% of the way there. That's 89 <laughs> until we get the MS tattoos and have a dog Eight. on you. And... Moki and, gets a jacket. And Moki yeah. gets a jacket, yeah. And possible kiss. 
Blowing a kiss. <laughs> we don't know what it's going to be by that point. Um, thank you everyone for watching. Catch us next week on Waiting for Game. Peace. And who should we raid by any chance? Good question. Uh, I feel like we should have figured this out beforehand. Yeah, we definitely should have. It's okay. Uh, I hope you cut the audio off for the podcast here. I did not. Give me a sec. Right.